0: Welcome to Atari Bytes, the show where we take a bite out of the story within a classic Atari 2600 game and see if that story bites us back. My name is Bill. This is episode 197. Thanks for listening. Welcome back, everybody. Guess what? Hello! I'm not alone this week. He's back.
1: I'm Jasper the Friendly Ghost.
0: Jasper the Friendly Ghost? Yeah. Are you related to Casper by any chance?
1: Yeah. Okay. He's my long-lost... Cousin.
0: Wow, we're making news here on the podcast Yeah So what's he like?
1: He's friendly and he's dead <laughs> What? It's true <laughs> It's all in the name if you... Jasper <laughs> Casper the friendly ghost He's dead because he's a ghost He's a ghost <laughs> so he's dead And he's friendly
0: <laughs> Alright, so what's it like to be a ghost? Jasper I don't know well, back when you were here on Earth, they called you Henry, right?
1: No, they called me Chicken Nugget.
0: <laughs> okay. Hmm. Um, well, how about I just call you Henry? Okay. All right. So Henry's back. Uh, he, I guess, was really excited to play this week's game. But we're th- we'll get there in a minute.
1: You made me because it was a <laughs> two-player game.
0: Yeah, I pulled rank on you because I'm your dad, so I made you yeah. play.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, we'll get there in a second. But first, we have to talk about this guy. flat in his rocket ship, or else he'll go splat. He's Mad
1: Mad
0: It's time for our Mad Mike Hughes update.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Do you remember who Mad Mike Hughes is, Henry?
1: Yeah, he's a guy who thinks the world is flat and... His rocket crashed because he's not a rocket scientist.
0: Yeah, so he's been trying to raise money to uh, rebuild his rocket. In the meantime, he did a driving tour down some highway to try and prove that there's no curvature or something. So let's check in on Facebook and see what Rocketman has been posting. Um, October 23rd, flat Earth solar eclipses are pretty spectacular, so we've heard. Unfortunately, we didn't see one while filming Rocketman. But you should still watch out for the one we captured in the movie. And then there's a plug for the movie and a link to where you can get that and a request that you leave a review. Um, he made a movie about his efforts to build a rocket. He did? Yeah, it's on Amazon. I haven't watched it yet. I can't decide if I want to. That is it for new Facebook posts. I'm wondering how that drive went. But he didn't put anything on Facebook, I'm going to guess. That's, that's because
1: same. he probably went over hills. <laughs> and you find out that the world isn't actually the flat <laughs> and he's mad
0: i'm just not something like that
1: oh uh. he oh he drove over a pebble and he got mad because the world was the flat man just so. not flat does he know the if the world is flat then there wouldn't be any then there wouldn't be any lakes there wouldn't be any there wouldn't be Mount everest because Mount went is a mountain.
0: That's true. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at this picture of the solar eclipse, and it's the moon on a black background, and there's a, a black st- shadow of some sort of thin shadow. That's
1: not a solar eclipse.
0: Almost all the way across the the moon. Yeah, it doesn't look like a solar eclipse to me.
1: It looks like it's photoshopped.
0: Yeah. So I don't know what this is supposed to be. Let's see what we got on the Google.
1: Awkward silence.
0: So on madmikehughes.com. Um, Wait,
1: he has a website?
0: He does, madmikehughes.com. Wow. Mike is driving I-40, measuring the curvature, in quotes, in United States. And then there's a link to how you can donate, but it doesn't say anything.
1: On PayPal? Well,
0: no, I take that back. Let's see. He did post some uh, some update from October 10, Flat Earth Rocket Man measuring Curve. October 11, Mad Mike leaves Barstow to measure the curve of the U.S. October 12, Mad Mike in Oklahoma Mad Mike's National Flat Earth Tour reaches Knoxville. October 14, Mad Mike reaches Wilmington. And that was the most recent post. Let's see what that one says. Mike has reached the other end of I-40, completing the first half of the Flat Earth Tour, which started in Barstow. That's it. No conclusions or anything. Picture of a sign, Interstate 40, Flat Earth Tour, Barstow to Wilmington. That would be Barstow, California, to Wilmington, North Carolina. Where is the curvature? He says that's it. No conclusions. No. Here's your proof. No, nothing.
1: Wait, hold on. on. Yeah.
0: Just a minute. Um, for the second on the October 12th post, for the second time in two years, Mad Mike Hughes, the flat earther, who launched himself eight and blah blah blah. Well, time to prove theory is correct this time. no oh, nothing there. What are you looking at, Henry?
1: Wait, this wouldn't be flat. This has a tiny curve to it.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, they're.
1: And why are there, like, gigantic icicles?
0: So the theory is that the Earth, instead of being a globe, is a flat disk like that with a ring of ice around it. And, like, Antarctica is like. What that really is to them is just the start of that ring of ice that goes all the way around the edge of this disk that the Earth actually is.
1: It's not a disk. And
0: that's what keeps us from falling off. Apparently. That's the idea.
1: How does it keep it from falling
0: off? I don't know. They haven't explained that one to me.
1: If you want to prove the Earth is flat and you do tests, you have to show evidence right. that your tests so, are true.
0: Supposedly, that's what Mike's doing. Um, but all we have here are these posts that say these are the places that he's been. There's no conclusions here. There's no pictures of anything, really, except, like, the Wilmington sign. Um... So, there's nothing really here. Uh, he has
1: a store?
0: Yeah, he can buy Mad Mike stuff. Seriously? We're not going to buy any Mad Mike stuff. So, that would appear to be the... Ex- well, here, let's hold on. We had always do one more thing. Let's see how much has gotten donated on the GoFundMe.
1: On who? Mad Mike?
0: The Flat Earth Society. GoFundMe.com. The Flat Earth Community rocket launch has gotten eight thousand three hundred seventy-one dollars. They reached their goal a while ago. We've talked about that. I think that might have been the same amount they had last week. So, that donations might be kind of flattening out there. Ah, uh, donations flattening out for the Flat Earth group. <laughs> wow. That was, that was funny. No, it wasn't. All right, rough crowd.
1: Penalty down, jokes. Don't sit down.
0: <laughs> I am sitting down.
1: No, I remember from yesterday, the comedy sports thing?
0: Yeah, we went and saw Comedy Sports yesterday. It's a pretty good show.
1: Yeah, it was funny. You guys should go see it too.
0: They're a free plug for Comedy Sports. We're, sports. we're plugging everybody today.
1: Yeah. Uh, we're also plugging Game Boy.
0: Yeah, while we're sitting here, Henry has my Game Boy. Yours? Yeah, that's mine. From when I was a kid. Like the you original need more color. Games. Well, not color, actually. This is Black Game Black
1: and white. Oh, there's a yeah, on the, yeah, it is old. it's a little thing on the side with the, like, whatever.
0: I know, it is old. It's an you antique, need, like me.
1: You need more games. You only have... Uh, we bought...
0: Why don't you get a job, Then you can buy some games.
1: I'm 10. <laughs> I can't even work at McDonald's.
0: But really, would you want to? No. Yeah. Do you have anything else to say about Mad Mike?
1: He's mad. All and, the time. And his name is Mike. He's Grumpy Smurf. Er, he's Grumpy... Not Smurf. Yeah, he's Grumpy Smurf, and he's, the, and he's Grumpy out of the seven doors.
0: All right. Well, that takes care of this week's update on Grumpy Smurf.
1: Yeah.
0: Hold on. Before Hold we, up. Before we conclude this week's Mad Mike update, I did find one article that I was going to mention. See if I can pull it up here quick. <laughs> um, there's the article I was looking for. Yeah. All right. The IB Times... Had an article. Is that a newspaper? On October 21st.
1: Is that a newspaper?
0: Yeah, so, well, it's some sort of a.
1: Uh, newspaper website.
0: Will Daredevil Mad, Mad Mike Hughes finally be able to prove the Earth is flat? Nope. The limousine driver Mike Hughes is committed to proving the limousine. Earth. Limousine? By launching on. Yeah, that's what he does for a living. Whoa. Launching on a homemade rocket. Um. little summary of what he does. In this article, he's still promising to launch himself 5,000 feet into the air this year, but here we are. It's like November now, and it hasn't happened yet, so I'm and skeptical.
1: Been, I'm pretty sure he hasn't even started putting another rocket.
0: Um, I'm just seeing if there's anything of note in this article that we don't already know. Hughes has not yet indicated when he plans to carry out another launch. As scientific experts point, if the limousine driver really wants to know for himself if the Earth is flat or not,
1: it would well, be I'm easier. Well, doubt it.
0: And much safer if he could just attach a camera to a weather balloon instead of flying on a homemade rocket.
1: I want that's to read that. Point. What? No, I thought he was going to say attach himself to a weather balloon. It.
0: No, it'd be safer just to send a camera up. There's no reason that he has to go up. Huh. But he is a daredevil, so I guess that's the deal.
1: Yeah, Joe daredevil to his second rocket fails and he gets seriously injured.
0: This article took me to another article called Flat Earthers Plan to Cruise the Edge of Earth, but there's one problem. This is from March. Um, There is
1: no edge of Earth. It's a sphere.
0: They might have to use a navigation system based on a model that goes against their belief. These folks are were going to embark on a cruise to test their assertion the Earth is flattened a flattened disk surrounded by an ice well barrier, or Antarctica. The planned journey will happen in twenty twenty and set sail at the edge of the planet.
1: There is no edge of the planet.
0: They'll be on a cruise ship where they can swim. There's restaurants, an artificial surf wave, but... it just
1: sounds like a regular cruise ship. It is. That's the thing.
0: Cruise ships and similar vessels come with navigation systems based on the principle that the Earth is round, which is a good point. How do flat earthers get around? Do they use GPS? Because GPS is based on the idea that the Earth is round. So how do they know how to get from one place to another?
1: A map, because... I suppose. um, A
0: map map is two-dimensional,
1: right? yeah. Yeah, I suppose. Science.
0: But a GPS, like a a navigation system like a boat would use, would be based on a round Earth. That's a good point. Wait, do they have a conclusion? No, 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 no. Wait, hold on. I want to suggest
1: something.
0: If the Earth were flat, it would only take, according to this, whoever they're quoting here, three satellites to provide positioning information to everyone. But that's not the case. It would take at least three satellites to identify a position, more than 2,000 years ago, ancient Greeks already claimed that the Earth was a sphere. Gravity prevents everything from flying off of it. Wait, right? so you're not telling me how you're going to get around this.
1: Uh, uh, that's a normal. On. So drop.
0: All right, so they don't have a conclusion here, what they're going to do. mm
1: uh,
0: uh-huh. Yes. All right, thus concludes,
1: uh, finally,
0: this week's Mad Mike Hughes update. Google. Although, if you want to research something, go ahead. Henry may have an update to the update later in the show.
1: How do people who believe the Earth is get? Flag- or maybe now. I can't find anything on there.
0: I think the answer, Henry, is probably that they don't know.
1: A flat earth map set.
0: They probably don't like this.
1: The st- I'm pretty sh- this is a flat earth map set. There's seriously a set you can buy. There's seriously something you can buy that's a flat earth map set. Yeah. It's actually a thing. You can actually buy it. You get one set of two maps. seals it's, z- it's zero dollars and seal cents.
0: Well, let me see what we're done here. You so should, Henry's bu- looking you should at buy
1: that and you should buy that and then you, we should review it in one of the podcasts.
0: Henry's looking at flatearthers.org, and they do offer for sale.
1: An actual flat earth map set.
0: Flat earth map set. Do we need to buy Gleason's, that so we can review it. Gleason standard twenty four by thirty six <laughs> and square stationary earth twenty four by eighteen.
1: We need to review Let's that. See.
0: This is a set of both maps. They can be displayed together since both are twenty four inches wide. Uh, you get a set of, uh, one set of two maps. Fast two to three day shipping. Twenty seven ninety five.
1: dollars 95 That's a 15 dollars That's a, oh, that's a different thing. Yeah. You should buy that No, I'm not going to buy that. uh uh-huh. let me review it.
0: So, they have thought of this, apparently. But I can't see a cruise ship captain sitting there with one of those maps and not using his GPS.
1: Yeah, because they're trained to use the GPS. It's a regular paper map. If anyone's
0: going on the Flat Earth or Cruise in 2020... We can't imagine you are, but please if you are...
1: Please make another cruise.
0: Please let us know what happens. Yeah. If you make Sean it there Sean is
1: speaking now. to you. <laughs> get Henry, on that cruise.
0: Sean uh, from Pie Factory's, uh Henry's calling you out. He wants you to get on that cruise. Yeah. So, see what you can do and let me know. Yeah.
1: Oh, huh. Dad, we should go on we cruise. Yeah, we we're not, um, not
0: going to go on that cruise.
1: Uh, <laughs> when are we going to go on a cruise? I want to go on a cruise.
0: When we get more Patreon supporters, we can go on a cruise.
1: Hey, so we can go on a cruise. <laughs> All
0: right. Now can we close up the Mad Mike cues update part? Yeah. All right. Gonna prove that the world is flat in his rocket ship, or else he'll go splat. He's Mad Mike Hughes. Mad Mike Hughes.
1: Dun, dun,
0: dun, dun. Um, just one little bit of news before we get on to the game. Uh, I was excited to hear this, and like I know at least one person listening will be excited to hear this. What? They're making a movie of Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. What is that? I've made you watch that before, haven't I? That's uh-huh. the Christmas show with the little otters, and they're trying to win the talent show so they can buy a- I. You guys don't really like it, frankly, so I don't make you watch I it anymore. But I have made you watch would... I watch it every year. You do? Yep. But you guys don't like it, so I don't make you guys watch it.
1: I but I know there's I at least some people it.
0: listening who do. Um let's see if I can I find the article. I think here. I remember it. Yeah. It's a Muppet thing. Uh a um, adaptation of a of a book. Uh, but Kermit the Frog does the introduction for it. Otherwise it's it's Muppet, you know, otters and foxes.
1: So if you like that stuff, go check it out.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a
1: We're heartwarming, that too. A
0: heartwarming fl- family tale but now there is going to be a movie version
1: go buy his merch I'll be honest it's I'm a little sick.
0: skeptical because that means they have to stretch out the material So according to the variety.com article Brett McKenzie may um, maybe best that? I'm, that's what I'm about to tell you maybe best known for flight of the Contours, which Henry has no idea what that is Nope um, but people listening will Um, Is he
1: famous? Yes. He is
0: signed on to pen the script and write the music for Emmett Otter's Job Ben Christmas based on the 70s ABC special. So apparently it's an adaptation of The Special, which in turn was based on the children's book of the same name by Russell Hoban. Uh, Mackenzie might also direct the new film, although he has the option anyway. follows the poor Otter family who risk everything for the chance to win the cash prize of a talent contest for Christmas, but a decision has not yet been made.
1: Oh, is meaning, this the Muppet thing? Yeah. Uh, the ABC special used
0: the classic Henson's Puppet technology that made Henson's The Muppets famous, and even included an introduction by Kermit the Frog. No distributors on board yet. It'll be a co-production between Jim Henson Company, Pacific Electric Picture Company, and Snoot Entertainment. Fans will know that Mackenzie also did the music for 2011's The Muppets, which won an Academy Award for Best Original Song for a Man or Muppet, and... For 2014. Is that, Muppets is that, that the
1: wanted. man? Uh, am I a man of a mm-hmm. oh.
0: He did that music too.
1: Is he the per, Is he the man that was doing that? Was he
0: helped write the songs.
1: Oh, he didn't he didn't. He actually, wasn't singing them, no. Oh, he wrote
0: it. Although he does, I think he does sing, but he, he didn't, I don't think he sung for that movie. And then it lists a bunch of other stuff that he's done.
1: He might be one of the backup singers. Like, Maybe. I really don't like know. Like the Echo thing.
0: Mackenzie is also currently developing Bob the Musical for Disney.
1: Bob the Musical. As
0: well as the Warner Brothers comedy, Moonland. He's best known as Half, along with Jermaine Clement, of the musical comedy duo Flight of the Contours, who starred in the HBO series Flight of the Contours. He also appeared in the first and third Lord of the Rings movies as Linder, a role he reprised for The Hobbit An Unexpected Journey. I think while I'm skeptical about expanding the material of the TV special for a whole movie... Uh, I think Brett McKenzie's probably a good choice to do it. So, Yeah. Like I said, there's probably like three of you listening who care about this other than me, but I am interested to see what happens. All right. Do you have anything to say about that, Henry?
1: I have no idea what you're talking about.
0: Fair enough. And There's probably a fair number of listeners who don't either. So let's no. move on. Yeah. Why don't we talk about this week's game? This week's game is... Combat. Now you can play most all the video games you'd ever want to play. Introducing the Sears Cartridge Telegame System. Over 150 video games, all on cartridges. This cartridge of 27 Target games is included, but you can get more cartridges that have Tank games, Space War games, Blackjack, Speedway. Over 150 video games so far. The Sears Cartridge Telegame System. Sold only at Sears. No, actually it's Tank Plus, but I can understand why you're confused.
1: I'm not confused. Tank Plus is
0: a 1977 Atari game that...
1: Sold from Sears.
0: Right, so most of you listening probably know this already. Can, so can I a lot of Sear- do it? Can you do what?
1: Can I um, talk about this part of the game?
0: I don't even know what you're going to say.
1: About the Sears and the selling stuff.
0: Sure, give it a shot.
1: So, technically Sears didn't actually make the game. It was a version that Atari made... For Sears, so Sears just sell at Sears at the shop called Sears, and um, they changed the name for some reason because it was the Sears version and not the toy version. So technically, it's still a tar- it's still made. F- so technically, it's still a toy. Technically, it's still a toy game that was that the name was changed and it was sold at Sears.
0: That's actually actually not a bad explanation. So, of course, people know that a lot of Atari games were sold uh, for a console called the Sears Telegames. It sold at Sears because when I was Henry's age, Sears was...
1: was, A big store. ...was the bomb,
0: you know? You wanted your stuff sold at Sears, so Sears worked out a deal. And they would put different labels on the games and sometimes call them different things. Isn't
1: that copywriting? It it was all
0: legal. It was all worked Um. out. It was fine. So... This one, Tank Plus, nineteen seventy-seven. Of course, is just combat. uh, That's why I remember.
1: That's why, that's why, first saw the screen on your planet. That's why I remembered it, but I didn't recognize the name until you told me. So yeah.
0: I'm just looking here. I think we've done combat on the show already. There it is, episode seventy-one.
1: Well, this is like episode ninety-seven. Episode 197 or right. 198. But I
0: did this game when it was called Combat, back in episode and 71 gonna, of the
1: and podcast. And for 200s, we're going to do a special surprise. All
0: right. So, for those of you who don't know, we'll quickly talk about what Tank Plus is.
1: And, if you know what Combat is, you basically set. Except yeah. you, it's the name change. But for you... for. For you guys that don't, we're going to explain it to you. First
0: of all, why are we doing this? If I've already done combat on the podcast?
1: Because well, it's sold by your friendly neighborhood Sears.
0: <laughs> Which doesn't really exist anymore.
1: Nope. Wait, did I go bankrupt? Yes. Oh.
0: So, I'm doing it, frankly, because I had the cartridge. And, you know, in my head, it's a different game, right? It's got a different label on it. It's got a different name. So, we're doing it on if the show.
1: Da- if you you have combat, tank plus, and the basically the same thing, but they have different names. They're totally different. Yeah.
0: So, as we know, probably, we're using the joysticks for this one.
1: And one of the joysticks didn't work.
0: Yeah, we had to do a little uh, switch out this morning when we were playing. And then playing, we so.
1: did the next one. That technical wasn't for toy. it was for, like, uh, didn't you say it was, like, for the telegames? Mm. I don't remember. It looked like a toy one, but it was way too loud. But then, for some reason, when Dad was a kid, when my Dad was a kid, he, he got this, he got an Atari controller because his Atari controller was about to break and then he doesn't know what happened, but he never took the controller out of the box.
0: Until so, now, so, so this
1: was a historic moment.
0: It was a an historic. And when mo- we
1: go when and for Thanksgiving, when you go to your mom and dad, when you you go to your parents' house, we could tell them.
0: So yes, it was pretty exciting. I yeah. had still in my collection of Atari stuff from my youth. I had a joystick that was still in the box that I had bought, thinking I guess when I was a kid at some point I was going to need a joystick, and I never used it. So I took it out of the box for the first time today, so that Henry could use this. Brand new joystick to play this game. That's How'd it good. feel, Henry?
1: It felt good. Awesome. A new controller was uh, had on um, bite marks in it from Boo Boo.
0: Yes, I have a joystick that has been chewed on by the the family cat. So, uh, but they don't really care about all that, Henry. Nope. All right. So there are tank games. There are biplane games. There are jet fighter games.
1: There are invisible tank games. Including
0: invisible ones. Until you ones, shoot
1: yes. it, shoot it.
0: According to the manual, as a rule of thumb. Game action, what is the rule of thumb? Um, it means just more often than not, this is what happens. Oh, so game action for tank and jet fighter game is viewed from the top. Biplane game action is viewed from the side. All game. Oh, there we go. We were wondering this earlier. All games end after two minutes sixteen seconds.
1: Oh, that's um, kind. That's exact. Yes.
0: Um, and that's by design, right? So when they program, they only have so much space, so much memory they can use. So and
1: that was back when. Nineteen seventy-seven. Yeah. What? Wait, you were s- five. Six. Six. Yeah. Oh, you were born seventy-one. I was. You were born in seventy-one, you, and your birthday is on the and your birthday is on the first.
0: Yes. For those of you wondering, yes, I was born in nineteen seventy-one.
1: He's there, old. My
0: secret is out.
1: He's turning 49 next year.
0: Yes, make sure you send me a present. Yeah. Um, and the
1: present should be money. I Cold, might, hard cash. I
0: meant you. Send me a present.
1: I can't send you a present. I can give you one.
0: Awesome. You heard it here. He's going to give me a present.
1: I know what I'm going <clears> to <throat> give you.
0: Anyway, so you fire your missiles by pushing the red controller button. That's pretty obvious.
1: It's actually orange.
0: Which is actually, yeah, they always call it red. But it really looks more orange.
1: And, then, and they might be colorblind. But. They might not be because red and orange are close enough for color. Or it might be red and orange. I don't know. So it could be either.
0: In those action games where the missile action is described as straight, the missile travels in a straight line. Machine gun missiles are rapid fire. Or rapid okay. fire straight missiles. In guided missile games, the missile can be turned to follow your opponent by moving the joystick right or left. For a tank pong game <laughs> only, the missile will bounce off the walls and barriers as shown. Yeah. Each player has a choice of expert or novice. The expert setting will have shorter range missiles than the novice. Additionally, in the biplane and jet fighter games, the expert player will fly slower than the novice. So, how many games are there? There's a lot.
1: We were flipping through that. My dad was flipping through them and we got to like 22 and then I wanted to play one.
0: something like 27 games.
1: Whoa! There's that's a lot of mi- That's a lot of games. Tank Pong. That's a lot just, of miles. Just
0: tanks. Two tanks going at it. Yeah. You have direct hit games. You have billiard hit games where you can score only on rebound shots. That would have been kind of fun. You can't hit each other directly. You have to bounce it off a wall or something. That's kind of cool. You have invisible tanks. You have invisible tank Pong.
1: playing games.
0: Um, jet fighters. Yeah so you got all that stuff most of you like I said you already know what combat is yeah or what tank pong is or what uh,
1: but if you just is. but if it, this is your first episode and never played a toy game in your life then you might want to listen
0: yes so here talk for a second Henry I gotta look something up
1: my name is chicken nugget man and I save the day with chicken nuggets because I like chicken nuggets
0: the Atari Compendium has a what list... What is
1: Compendium? Um,
0: like a collection. Mm. Uh, the Atari Compendium has a list of combat tank plus Easter eggs. Um, this
1: is an Easter.
0: I will go through... An Easter egg just means um, a little surprise. Oh. Something hidden in a game or in a movie sometimes. And if you like hit a certain thing or move your guy a certain way, it opens up this little secret. Like an achievement? Yeah, maybe like an achievement or like some little special surprise or something. So go check out the Compendium. Uh, You can get super shots. You you can mess with the tank speed, Uh, biplane tricks, bouncing trick shots. Uh, It gives you all the different uh, ways you have to move the uh, controller, the joystick, to do all that. So that's kind of cool. The rumor, or a rumor, according to the winter 1983 issue of TV Gamer, there's a weak spot in the top left corner that, when shot, will cause your shot to appear in the top right corner. Hey, Henry, do you know when the first tank, like a real tank, was made? Mm Take a guess.
1: Can I, do I guess the exact year? Or like Within the, five years. Wait, is it... Wait, can you tell what <laughs> time period it Is it's the 1900s?
0: It's the t- 1900s.
1: The 2000s?
0: No. Well, no, the 1900s.
1: Wait, I'm trying to remember... It. Didn't they have a tank to over one? But like, what's the answer? 19...23.
0: Not bad. The first tank to engage in battle, the British Mark I tank, pictured in 1916, with the Solomon And that's within
1: five... No, no, it's not.
0: tank is an armored fighting vehicle
1: doesn't it weigh something thousand pounds doesn't it weigh like something thousand tons yes like two thousand something tons i was close i was only seven off yeah
0: the first british prototype named nicknamed little Mm willie was constructed at william foster and company in lincoln england in 1915 leading roles played by major water walter gordon wilson the first tank used in September 1916 during the Battle of the Somme
1: So technically it was invented in 1915?
0: I guess so The name tank was adopted by the British during the early stages of their development as a security measure to conceal their purpose
1: Why does tank stand for something?
0: No, that's just what they called it so the people didn't know they were building a big armored vehicle to shoot things They just called it a tank
1: Explosive device Shooting an explosive device?
0: Yeah so there you go. Some tank facts for you. Yeah. Did you know, Henry?
1: What?
0: That Combat was based on two earlier black and white coin-operated arcade games produced by Atari. One of which was called Tank in 1974 and Jet Fighter in 1975. Do no. you know that? No. Shocking. All right. Well, I think, Henry, <laughs> after the break...
1: You can't talk. If you Where want... the break?
0: <laughs> after the break... You want tanks? We got tanks. Plus, well, actually, we just got chicken more
1: tanks. Chicken nuggets.
0: Well, actually, we just got more tanks.
1: Oh. You can use the tank to heat up a chicken nugget.
0: Can you believe it? The world's most popular video game is now at its lowest price ever. The Atari 2600 video game system is now just $59.95 after Atari's $30 rebate. And it comes packed with two great game cartridges, Combat, and everybody's favorite, Pac-Man. The world's most popular video game is now better than ever. Priced at just $59.95. See the Atari Home Video Game Systems at your local participating Atari dealers. report, tank Dude. plus, hey, Henry's back. Stop. Hi, Henry. <laughs> Dudes and chickens?
1: Chicken nuggets.
0: Chicken nuggets.
1: Yeah.
0: What are you, hungry or something? We had lunch already.
1: I want McNuggets for McDonald's. Free plug. I want $1, $1 McNugget meal.
0: Free plug for McDonald's there because they need our help.
1: You should, you should, you should get someone to sponsor you.
0: I should, see, my kid says, I need a sponsor, so all you, From peop-
1: McDonald's.
0: all you people out there with sponsorship money, oh man, I'd love some of that McDonald's sponsorship money, they got you a lot should, of money. You
1: should sponsor, um, Disc Replay, you should go to Disc Replay, or you should find out how to sponsor somebody, and you should go to Disc Replay. Free yeah.
0: shout out for Disc Replay, a local uh, used game store.
1: And they barely have, they have a bunch of Atari games, but they barely have any, like, they barely have any Xbox 360 games.
0: Yeah, it, life is rough, isn't it, Henry?
1: Yeah, because they only, I have like the, they only have like the newest ones, like the Xbox One,
0: the PS4. Yes, and you're so unfortunate. You only have an Xbox 360.
1: All of my friends have Xbox Ones or PS4, and I feel left out.
0: Well, people, throw some more uh, Patreon donations my way, and maybe you can help my kid out.
1: Yeah. Just kidding.
0: The money would be for the show. No. No.
1: <laughs> because then you could buy P, uh, me a an Xbox One and you a new and new, new a bunch and you a new a toy console.
0: Can upgrade my equipment. Yeah. That is a good thing to use the Patreon money for.
1: Mm. All right. And upgrade my equipment. <laughs>
0: and upgrade Henry's equipment. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Right now, though, we got a job to do, don't we, Henry? Yeah. What do we got to do? Eat
1: chicken eggs.
0: No, we're not eating chicken
1: eggs. Oh, we're playing a game. we just had lunch. We're playing a game. We're playing a game.
0: Do you remember what this game's called? Combat. Well, yes, but we're playing the one that has the tank plus label on it, but it is basically just combat. So, Henry has chosen simply to play game one, which is just the two tanks on an empty field going at it.
1: I obvi- I'm obviously the blue one.
0: Henry's obviously the blue one because this is a audio red podcast. red the
1: color of blood. Red, wow. And it would hide the
0: blood of the tank that I defeat. Yikes. All right. Well, that with that uh, chilling thought,
1: yeah. let's
0: let's get to it. Are you ready?
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Here we go. Ah, the bullets going not go that
1: far.
0: Yeah. Don't have a lot of range. We also can't seem to hit each other. I Alright, Henry scored the first point. Man, I can't even hit him when he's right in front of me. There, I got it. Two to one, Henry. Three to one, Henry. 3-2, still Henry. Oh, tied it up. No. Boom, I'm ahead. Literally boom. Yeah, you can't go through the walls, Henry. Sorry. Unless you get blasted. Ow. Tied up with
1: 4-0.
0: Henry pulls ahead. 5-4. 6-4. 6-5. I blasted Henry through the wall into the bottom of the frame. Henry at 7. Dad at 5. Seriously, he's right in front of me. 8-5, Henry. 9-5, Henry.
1: I'm
0: not a chicken. 9-6, Henry. 9-6, er, Henry. 9-7. Eight, who um, blasted them up to the other side of the screen.
1: That's it to because it's
0: That is true. When you get blasted to another part of the screen, then you can regroup a little bit. That is nice. Uh, what do you think of how these tanks look? Uh, the, when you turn them, they're
1: kind of like,
0: Yeah, a little pixelated. Uh, I think it works. I think you can kind of guess. Yeah, that's a tank. Uh, Twelve, ten. Oh, so this game's about to end. 13-10, Henry. Not much time left. Can okay, you another point? Yes. No, no, no. Nope, not quite over no, it. 13-12. No.
1: Yes, I won by one!
0: End score 13-12, Henry wins. Yay! Alright.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Well that was thrilling.
1: Yeah.
0: Alright. Do you remember what we say now? Nope. Alright, then I'll say it. Back to you in the studio.
1: Yeah, I'm back in the studio. Hey Atari fans, this is Michael, one of the hosts of the Atari XEGS Card by Card Podcast. Join Bill,
0: David, Kieran, and myself as we review cartridge-based games for the Atari's last answer to the 8-bit gaming system, as well as delve deep into their history. Kieran will also introduce everyone to the UK's budget games. You can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Player FM, or from our website at XEGS8Bit.com. That's XEGS, the number 8, bit.com. Hey, it's me, Bill, your host, the guy you've been listening to this whole episode. Do you enjoy the stories I write and read to you every week on this podcast, but you feel like you just need a break from my voice? I get it. My family does sometimes, too. Here's an option. Some of the stories from the show are now collected in a volume titled Misery Banana, Very Short Stories Inspired by Old Games and Odd Thoughts. You can order it wherever you like to order books. I hope you'll check it out. Thanks. So here's the thing about Tank Plus. Do we like Tank Plus, Henry? Yeah. What do we like about it?
1: I get to shoot you with the tank.
0: Okay. I guess that's fun.
1: Yeah. It's really fun.
0: Um, what do you think of the look of the game? We didn't play a whole lot except the actual just basic tanks. What do you think? Did the tanks look good? The tanks,
1: the tanks good? could be a little more realistic.
0: You don't think they are quite realistic They were enough? like
1: pixelated when you turn.
0: How about the controls? Was it easy, easy to move them around? No. No? Even with the good joystick? Mm. Um, how about shooting the other player?
1: I had, to press, I had to press down, I don't know about you, but I had to press down a little hard on the button. Yeah, to maybe. Shoot. But that's probably just a controller.
0: Yeah, I can see that. Is it a game that you would play again?
1: Um, maybe. Yep. Probably. All right, well,
0: that's fair. Let's get on to the uh, story part. What do you think?
1: It's story time on Atari Bites. Yes, it's story, 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 story time with Bill. Do you have a story?
0: I have a story. Do you have a story?
1: Yeah. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Sure. So, story start. I'm just making this up as I go. Oh boy. Story starts with American soldiers with Donald Trump. Um, Donald Trump commanding American soldiers to go into Iraq and um and, and. when the American soldiers in Iraq, uh, they found they found a tank, and then when the Iraqi soldiers were in their home hometown, ta- or in the home country of Iraq, they found a tank, and then they started shooting each other, and and the American soldiers won and Donald Trump commanded the american soldier to go to go and kill me, and to the going to go and kill al Baghdadi. and they did and they set his limousine on fire and then all the can- and then and then al dad was all sad because all his candy was all candy burned up and then he burned up, and he died. Dun, dun, dun. To be continued.
0: So Henry's story, of course, was uh, pulled from the headlines. Yeah. Uh, as we're recording this, the news of al-Baghdadi. Uh, Al-Baghdadi. Special forces getting uh, al-Baghdadi. Yeah,
1: al-Baghdadi.
0: Uh, being uh, killed today. So Henry's story was inspired by current events.
1: Yeah. Political. Yes. We will
0: step quietly away from the political part of the show (laughs) to move on to my story.
1: Yay! You always have such long stories.
0: My story is titled, Who Will Be Tanks Plus One? The image that came up on the computer screen was a beach at sunset. Nothing around it but tread marks in the sand leading off into the distance. Seemed harmless enough, she thought. With a deep breath, she started entering information. Turn-ons. Master power toggle switch. Turn-offs, heavy cannons, anyone who is mean to animals. My favorite thing to do is... Lead the fight to liberate the masses and bring democracy to the world. Least favorite thing to do... Laundry. What I want from a relationship... Cessation of hostilities. My ideal date... Rolling across the desert at dusk, you and me shooting our loads in the night. My ideal date... My ideal plus one... My Ideal Plus One is strong, fearless, ready to charge into any situation, and come out on top, no matter the terrain. He should also like sushi. Tank completed her dating profile and registered her account so she could read the responses, if there were any. For her profile pic, she uploaded a snapshot of herself atop Hill 42, looking, she hoped, brave and powerful, and honestly, sexy. Tank navigated away from tankplusone.com. And closed her t- laptop Obliterating it With her high caliber Turret mounted gun Oops Damn it This was the third computer This week Tank hated dating profiles She never knew what to say Why bother? Did anyone really want To date a tank? Sure her name was Tank And she was a tank People knew that When they saw her And most of the time That was okay But sometimes Sometimes Maybe she could just Be a howitzer Or one of those Civil war cannons They were cool. Not that Tank didn't like who she was. Not that she wanted to be anyone else. She commanded respect, sure. Her defenses against all the anti-tank ammo were strong. But others were also a little afraid of her. Tank didn't always like that. She just wondered what it would be like to be somebody else, you know? No harm in that, is there? Tank launched a lightweight shell straight up, then waited for Trevor to text back. Soon the explosive answer came. "'Sup?' Trevor said. "'Well, I did it,' Tank said. "'The dating app?' "'Yes, the dating app,' Tank said. "'Did I make a mistake?' "'Leveling the birder hut on Route 9 was a mistake.' "'Well, it does look a lot like an enemy headquarters, "'except for the plastic birder wearing a hat,' Tank said in her own defense. "'Anyway, this dating app thing is not a mistake,' Trevor said. "'It could be good for you.' "'Do you think so?' I know so, Trevor said. You also said you knew you'd marry a vintage Cadillac. I'm still holding out for that one, Trevor said. What's the worst that could happen? Complete humiliation, Tank said, melting myself into scrap metal in disgust. Well, sure, but even if the date is awful, you might get some free diesel out of it. This is dumb, Tank said. I should just delete that stupid profile. I'm busy anyway. Got a lot of stuff to blow up. But then Tank's phone chimed, a response from Tankplus1.com. Someone actually responded to her profile. Boom. <laughs> and that's our show. We did it, Henry. Yay. Thanks to Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com for Creative Commons' use of his songs, Reformat, Take a Chance, and Pinball Spring. Thanks to Mike Mann for the Mad My update theme. Thanks to Sean Courtney for the storytime theme. And thanks to my co-host Henry.
1: Yay!
0: You can find Atari Bytes on many podcatchers, but make sure you race over to Apple Podcasts, crushing a few cars on the way with your treads, and blast a review onto the iTunes landscape, leveling that hill of other reviews so that people can find this one. Or something. I don't know. I was Whatever. going for a tank thing. Basically, go leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so that this show will get noticed by other people. Email the show at ataribytes2016 at gmail.com. Like the show on our Facebook page. Follow the show on Twitter at AtariBytes. Or follow me personally at Carnival of Glee. Also look us up on Instagram. And of course, as always, you can call and leave a voicemail. 563-265-1978. I'm not going to talk to you when you call. It will always just go to voicemail, and you can leave me whatever message you would like. And... Probably, I will play it on the show. Check out the website, www.carnivalofgleecreations.com, for all sorts of information. You can find links to episodes, social media, stuff about my other podcast. It's a podcast, Charlie Brown. You can find stuff about books that I've done, uh, including In the St. Nick of Time. And And
1: Misery Banana.
0: Misery Banana. Uh, Descriptions there, links to some of the places you can buy those books. All sorts of stuff, all right there in one place. Speaking of my other podcast, it's a Podcast Charlie Brown. Comes out once a month. Uh, on the
1: 15th of every on month.
0: On the 15th of every month. We cover all things related to peanuts, TV, comic strips, movies, books, plays, stuff inspired by peanuts. We cover it all over there. Please consider supporting the show financially by making a donation on the Atari Bates Patreon page, which we've leaned into heavily um, in the podcast so far today. Uh, but you can do that there's a link to the Patreon page in the show notes uh, please consider doing that you can still pick up shirts and mugs uh, go play some old games they've missed you stuff over there at zazzle.com links to all of that in the show notes new stuff will be coming to the store eventually although I've given up saying when exactly it's going to happen uh, but I know it is going to happen soon or not speaking on Patreon thanks to the patrons Michael Tyler and Jose Caseda. Uh, thanks for hanging in there, guys, and invite some of your friends. All right, you know what we're doing next time on Atari Bites, Henry? <laughs>
1: next time on Atari Bites Peels Soccer.
0: Actually, that's Pele.
1: Peels.
0: It pronounced Pele. Peels. <laughs> Pretty sure it's Pele.
1: Peels.
0: All right. Well, next week we're doing Peels Soccer.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, it's
1: really Pele. Peels.
0: So until next time.
1: Go play some more games. they miss you. Well, said. Bum, bum, bum,
0: And we're out.
1: That, homies.